Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. It's good to be back. I um, took a couple days off and went up to the wonderful city of Portland. And then I got to go to Mount Hood. For those of you who have never been to Mount Hood, it is amazing. I even got a hat. So I went there and got a hat. I got a hat and I got a Pendleton blanket. There was a Mount Hood Pendleton blanket. Pennington blanket. Whatever it is. Pendleton. Pendleton blanket. Um, you know, while I was up in, we got, we had a lot to talk about today. And, um, this morning when we were on the call, we had a lot of things that we could talk about. We got to talk about what's happened with the election and the USEIP, United uh, States, Ameri US, um, election integrity project. And, um, the things that they've been doing all over the country, all of the evidence that keeps coming out about the theft of the election in 2020 and New evidence of the election theft in 2021. Yes, new evidence. And then you, you have all the information that is coming out specifically about um, Biden and Hunter Biden and um, the, you know, the, the crisis at the border. There's like a lot going on all at the same time. And I go, no, 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 we're, we're going to talk about Satan today. We're going to talk about Satan. So uh, hit the share button. And... We're going to get right into it. Um, yeah, so, so, so I, want to, I want to start off by saying this. It's obvious. It's obvious what is happening in our country. Obvious. And if, and I said this in one of my comments that I put up, if God doesn't exist, if God doesn't exist, why would... The, the radical evil named themselves after the antithesis. Why would they do that? But if you look back, it is biblical. Like everything that we're seeing happen today is definitely biblical. And so as we, as we walk through and examine all the things that are happening, we keep talking about our children. We keep talking about the fact that they have critical race theory, so they want to make white people bad. Um, actually, it's not that they want to make white people bad. They want to divide. And in the United States... I think it's 70% or so of the country is white. So they want to create a division between not just different races. They want to create a complete division between even white people. You have white people that want to virtue signal. You have white people that have been trained through the indoctrinated system of education. They, they want to basically create segregation. They want to bring us back to a place where we're segregated. And... What's happening in the middle of all this is a justification for evil to just run rampant in our society. Police officers are being killed at a rate nearly eight times what it was a decade ago. 
eight times. And the, the radical left says nothing. Our children are being gunned down in the street, and that piece of trash Biden gets on TV and says, it's ghost guns. We have to get rid of ghost guns. <laughs> they, they don't address the problem. They never address the problem. They address ways in order to strip you down and take away your rights. Has nothing to do with getting to the root of the problem. Has nothing to do with that. We look at education standards in this country where a third of the kids that are graduating today are not proficient in anything. Not math, not science, not English, not nothing. They're, they're not proficient in anything. 30%, 33% if you use the third principle. You have another third that are proficient in something but have no real ability to get out in the workforce. And then you have another third, which you would say that they're somewhat proficient and that, are, that actually have work ethic because they're being taught by good parents. They're being taught to you know, concentrate on, their, I would say they're godly. I would say those kids are the ones that graduate with an enormous amount of faith. You have gender fluidity. You have the pressure that's being put on kids at a very young age to go non-binary, to go bisexual, to say that you're a homophobe if you don't want to date a transgender, that they're women too. They're not women. They're not women. They're men dressed up like women. Actually, they're boys dressed up like girls or girls dressed up like boys. And this gender euphoria that's happening, dysphoria that's happening, to me, is being supported by the mainstream media and this evil that we've let permeate and get into the middle of our society. So it's not a comfortable subject we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Satan. We're going to talk about the Satanic Temple. We're going to talk about what they've done up to this point, like a, like a rule book of how they need to look good so that they can take your children. And by the way, if you don't have kids... Or your kids are grown, you're like, ha, ah, I'm past it. I don't have to worry about that. Yes, you do. You absolutely do because you can become a victim or your kids can become a victim. Or if you say you don't have kids, society becomes a victim of the evil that has gotten into and permeated our society. And all you have to do, by the way, in order to defeat evil is reject it. That's it. Evil and Satan have no place in a civilized good society, none. But yet these people on the radical left, they have tried to convince you, they, they've, they, they've actually done a pretty good job because some of you have said nothing. And so when I said earlier that you have to decide to get off the sidelines, I meant it. I, see, I worked all weekend. I worked all weekend on FEC stuff, you know, which is FEC United, the organization that I founded. I worked all weekend on going out there and talking to candidates talking to candidates about saying the quiet part out loud, being the, the arbiter of reality and standing up for truth. And so I, when I went to Portland, I just want to put this out, I think this is important. When I went to Portland, it was, it was, it was pretty awesome, actually. I, I got to go to Mount Hood. I played golf. We took second place. I like golf. And then we went to this event, which was a debate. And it was... It was, uh, it was Sponsored by the something of Dorchester, the um, organization of Dorchester, right? It's a Republican organization. It's been around a long time. And um, so I heard a debate between the two um, senator, Senate candidates. 
And those two Senate candidates um, were talking, and the questions that kept getting lobbed across were things of no consequence to Americans. <laughs> they got to Ukraine, and they both asked about Ukraine. What do you think the answer was when they asked about Ukraine? It was shocking. Oh, we need to support Ukraine. Oh, my gosh. If we, we, if we don't support Ukraine, it's going to be really bad. And the people of Ukraine, you know, they're, Russia's bad. Russia's bad. Russia's bad. Look, look. The Russian people, by the way, are suffering immensely in this country. You want to talk about bias and racism and going after a specific group of people? Russians are being targeted. I have a friend that owns a, a, a restaurant that's a Russian restaurant. And literally, people won't come in there. He gets death threats about every three or four days. People tell him they don't want him in the community. Shut down your business. These are from the tolerant leftists, right? No, this is from the evil in our society. These are evil people who, by the way, don't have a face because they're cowards. And so while I was there listening to him, afterwards, one of the guys that walked up to me and said, hey, I was told I need to come talk to you. I was like, hey, how you doing? I go, why did you give the answer on Ukraine? That answer on Ukraine. I asked him, point blank. Why did you give the answer that you gave on Ukraine? And he goes, well, I go, what do you know about Ukraine? He goes, well, not much. I said, then why wouldn't you say, stand up there and be honest and say, I, I, I don't know much about Ukraine? Why did you take a side? Where, where did you get your information to take a side? And he said, public consensus. Now, I'll tell you why that's important. Public consensus is important. Because public consensus is not always right. Because it can be dictated or pushed in a direction based on propaganda or rhetoric developed by mainstream media and a government institution. And I came out very early and got attacked. My business got attacked. By the way, it was the best attack on the business possible because business went up by like 40%. People were like, huh, you want to dox Joe? I don't think so. We're going to go buy a bunch of stuff from his gun store. I need some new guns. I need some new ammo. Daddy needs a new gun. <laughs> it was awesome. And so they decided that that wasn't going to work. Oh, yeah, and I dropped lawsuits on individuals that left bad reviews. And so they didn't like that. They were like, oh my gosh, he's going to sue me. I'm going to have to spend a bunch of money. And I was like, yes, you are. You are going to have to spend a bunch of money. And that's what should happen when you dox people and try to take away that First Amendment right and bully people. That's what should happen. You should, you should literally have to pay. You should go broke. So I asked him the question. He couldn't answer it. I, asked, I said, did you know the Satanic Temple has put their support behind Ukraine? And he goes, no. I said, well, then you didn't do any of your research. And I go, and if, by the way, if you stand on the side of the devil, even for one step or 1% of the time, you're still standing on the side of the devil. And people would say, Joe, how can you not support the Ukrainian people? That's not what I said. See, multiple things can be true at the same time. But what I do know is that there are bioweapons. What I do know is that there are multiple ways by which the Ukrainian people are being used as pawns by the Ukrainian leadership. When you let the Azov Battalion run amok all over, when you, when you let them run amok all over your society and kill innocent people, citizens. And by the way, that came out by citizens in Ukraine. And then the Ukrainian people have to stand up and have one narrative. Because the second they don't have one narrative, the SBU come and pick them up. Now, why am I saying this? What, why are we having this conversation about Satan and, and Ukraine? Joe, are you saying that Ukraine is Satanist? Yes. I'm telling you that the leadership is Satanist. 
I'm telling you Zelensky is a Satanist. I'm telling you that the people that are in that country that are leading people to death, those are really, really bad people. And you can't stand on the side of Biden, and you can't stand on the side of Satanists, and you can't stand on the side of Soros, and Yuval Noah Harari, with a good conscience, and say to yourself, you're a good person, because you're not. If you don't do the hard work and hold everyone accountable for death and destruction, then all you are is playing for a football team. Keep in mind, I'm hated by so-called rhinos, or excuse me, Republicans, that are just actually rhinos. I'm hated by them. And I'm hated because I stand up and I go, listen, I don't really care what, what you think. The election was stolen and here's the evidence. Oh, I don't want to look at the evidence. No, I, don't want, I can't hear it. I can't see it, right? And they walk out there and they're worse than the radical left because they are, have no courage and they've been put in that place for controlled opposition to destroy this country. All because they want power and authority for themselves. And it all starts with what they do to our kids. So we're going to get into it. We're, we're, going to, we're going to walk through the satanic temple campaigns, what they're actually out there doing. They have a promo video. You, oh, my gosh. They have a promo video to do after-school events at elementary schools, high schools. Here's one such one. Let's play A0. Satan's not an evil guy He wants you to learn and question why He wants you to have fun and be yourself And by the way, there is no hell Science is important So we understand the world Satan looks for truth Let's help him, boys and girls Satan's not an evil guy And that's okay with Satan He'll always treat you equal Whether you're black, white, or gay Satan's not a scary guy He wants you to share and to be kind He wants you to have fun and be yourself And by the way, there is no hell When all is said and done Satan doesn't actually exist He's an imaginary friend Who can teach us how to live Satan's not a scary guy He wants you to share and to be kind He wants you to have fun and be yourself And by the way, there is no Isn't that creepy? That is not just creepy. That is evil. So, so yeah, do me a favor. Tell them to go up there and tell them to stop doing it. Uh, sorry, we had somebody put a drill on the floor above us. 
So we got to go take care of that. But l- listen, if and I'm going to ask the question to you. If Satan doesn't exist, if Satan, do, if Satan does not exist, why name it the Satanic Temple? Let me, let me ask you guys all a question. If you, if you go into, if you go into the, if you go into the Bible, right? If you go, if you go into the Bible, what does it say Satan looks like? Do you remember that? You went to Hillsdale, Mr. Producer. Yeah, there's many versions, but it's often the uh, black Philip or the goat. But he said that that it would be the most magnificent, right? I mean, be the most beautiful. Yeah, it's a temptation. So basically, he presents himself as something beautiful, hiding the fact that he's purely evil. So, so I want to I want to back this up for you for your kids, and if you don't have kids, I want to I want to just kind of give you a little bit of of just I'm going to give you a little bit of sensibility here. They bring up a thing that says the Church of Satan the satanic temple. They sing you a song and tell you the evil, that Satan is not an evil guy. Now, what do they tell you in the Bible that Satan would say? Now, is Satan going to come out and say, I'm an evil guy? No, he's going to tell you the opposite. Pedophilia. Can we talk about that for a minute? Is pedophilia good? Does anybody that is listening to this think that pedophilia is a good thing? I mean, do you feel it's a good thing? You feel it's a good thing, Mr. Producer? I hope no one listening does. I do not as well. How about sex trafficking? Also very bad. Um, how, how about, I mean, let, let, let's just kind of put it out there. How about killing someone? Is that, is that good? Most of the time it is not. How about thing. sacrificing children? I mean, literally, human sacrifice. Is that, is that good? No. So, so here you go. We walk down this pathway where all the things that the Church of Satan... The satanic temple is pushing. How about abortion, killing babies? Is that good? Uh, to the satanic club, yes. I mean, l- listen, guys, are all the things, they say that they want you to have fun, but is fun really what they want you to have? See, they want to satisfy that thing in your body, that thing that your soul craves, and that is a spiritual connection. I said it. They want to tell you God doesn't exist, but a big bang caused what we see today in our society. That a big bang just came together, and all of a sudden, there were billions of different organisms that came out of that over millions of years, if not billions of years. But God does not exist. And by the way, time is a construct that, that belongs to only us. But they want to tell you that Satan doesn't exist. At the same time they're telling you Satan does not exist... We are sitting back and being silent. We're silent. We're not saying anything. And I keep asking the question, at what point do we get in the gap? And they want to say, by the way, that the radical, that these people are radical leftists, or, or, or excuse me, radical right wing. Radical right wing means that you trust and love the Lord. You love God. Radical right means that you want to stand up for kids having moral and ethical character and a barometer of true north. Radical right means you want to respect the Constitution. Radical right means that you want to literally stand up for the rights of everyone. Radical right is is that you don't judge people. That belongs to God. That's the radical right. Now, what do we say that the left stands for? Satan. They, They literally want to take away and pervert everything that is good about our society. I'll use it as an example. 
Christmas is about Jesus. Christmas is about nativity scenes and loving each other and Santa Claus. And they're like, oh, they wanted to, they wanted to pervert that as well. And it's like, nope, uh, Santa is a pagan god or a pagan uh, ritual that came out. And I go, oh, wait, 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 hold on a second. What, what do you mean pagan ritual? They're like, yeah, it was written in a book 400 years ago. And I go, so, so they wrote it in a book, and now the, the St. Nicholas and the whole story the, of, of, of Christmas, that, just throw that out the, throw it out the window. It goes away because they say so. The same thing they did Easter. Easter is uh, related to some pagan whatever. So you can't say Easter because it's related to this person that was you know, the, a pagan ritualist or, or witch or what have you. And I was like, how do I know that that's true? And, and by the way, if all of this is true, if, if all of this is true, if there is no God, then how come, how come the Vatican literally hides the Dead Sea part of the scrolls that go back biblically, biblically thousands of years? They hide them. Did you know that? Council of Nicaea. Check it out. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to, to, to banter some truth with you. And they wanted to come on the show with me today, and I was like, oh, no, you're not. This is going to be a whole hour of Joe. We're going to talk about the Satanic Temple. I'm, I'm going to push you to your limit. You have to make a decision right now where you stand. Where you stand and share it. Let's share it. Let's get a bunch of people here. Hit the rumble button, depending on where you are. If you're on, if you're on uh, Frank's speech, by the way, just so you know, we go live now at 4 o'clock. Um, and I'm going to do a quick, quick read so I can not, so I can have plenty of time here to talk to you guys. But uh, this podcast brought to you by Air Medicare Network. Um, if you're uh, in a rural area that does, it's hard to reach by road, or if you spend a lot of time outdoors, if you're driving a lot, um, God forbid something happened to you. But if you do, and you're air, you ever need to be air medically transported, health insurance won't always cover the cost, and or gives you a high deductible. Those flights cost anywhere between twenty and fifty thousand dollars. Um, for as little as $85 a year, your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. And if you use promo code daily, you will receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. Go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use offer code daily and receive your $50 gift card. Okay. So I, I keep telling people that, that, that every time I turn around, they're trying to cut me off. They're trying to slam the door on me and say, oh, he wants to send people to the gallows. No, I want to send traitors to the gallows that have killed millions of Americans. That's what I want to send to the gallows. Now, do I, do I chuckle a little bit at the idea that I went to Home Depot and bought a bunch of wood to build gallows from coast to coast? Do I chuckle about that? Yeah, I do. Because humor is the great reward that we have. You can either get really angry or you can have a little bit of humor. I choose humor. It doesn't mean when things really pop off that I'm not going to be right in the middle of it, because I will. But you have to make a decision on what you're willing to stand up for or not stand up for. Satan has no place in a civilized, good society. And you just saw a video where they wanted to tell you that that was different. But there's something else that's happening. See, while Satan is trying to get into your kids' elementary school and put up videos to talk about how hell's not real, and that Satan's a good guy. Satan is a good guy. Keep in mind that 20 years ago, you would have never had the opportunity to do this because somebody would have punched you flat in your face if you would have said, we're going to have a satanic club in school. They would have knocked you flat out. Now, you can't do that because you got to, you know, they, they've taken away masculinity. They've taken away the ability to stand up and defend what is ours, not 
the virtue of God, God can take care of himself. Our children, they're coming for our children. And you say, I'm tired. I got to work. I got 40 hours a week. Got to work. Got to work. Got to work. I got to go to work. I mean, think about it. So I'm going to play this. this. This, by the way, is the opposite. This is a man who takes his entire team onto the field and prays after a football game. And they have ridiculed this man. And he's like, I will not bend. Now, on one side, they're fighting. The church of Satan, the satanic temple, is fighting. They're fighting to get into the schools and tell you that Satan is good. He's all good. What have they done that is good? Killing babies, by the way, which is one of the biggest campaigns of the satanic temple. But let's hear this. This, this is The SCOTUS is going to hear a case. And this case is on whether or not you are free will to walk through the middle of a field, regardless of where it is. Do you have free will to walk with each other to the middle of the field and pray in Jesus' name? Pray to God in the middle of a field after, before, what have you, for a sporting event by a school. And I want you to all remember that the separation of church and state, that, that was never in the Constitution. It was a letter that was written. It has nothing to do with the principles that we agreed to as a nation. It was written on top of it, and that opinion has been used to strip us of having God in our schools. Go ahead and play A1. Let's go to the Supreme Court now, where justices will hear arguments today in a case with major implications for the role of religion in public life. A high school football coach who was suspended for praying on the field after games is asking the justices to affirm his right to lead those prayers. Terry Moran reports from the Supreme Court. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, George. For more than half a century, one of the most controversial topics in constitutional law has been determining the place of religion in public school settings. So now this high school football coach from Washington State has brought a case that raises a question, are his prayers at the 50-yard line private acts of faith or government indoctrination? This morning at the Supreme Court, faith and the First Amendment are on the docket. I just want to be able to practice my faith after a football game. Joe Kennedy was an assistant coach at Bremerton High School near Seattle, and in 2008, he started praying by himself at midfield after games. Nobody should have to be fired or worried about their job if they show any signs of faith. Soon, players were joining him, and the school district had a problem. For the school district, Joe Kennedy was crossing a constitutional line. As a coach and a public employee, his act of faith could be seen as an endorsement by the district of a religion. And so officials told him he could no longer pray with his players if he wanted to keep his job. Some parents said their sons felt pressured to pray with Kennedy, but others supported him. It came to the point where they said, if you were being able to be seen anywhere on the football field, in prayer, then we're going to have to suspend you and ultimately it ended my career. Lower courts following long-standing precedent sided with the school district, but now it's in the hands of the Supreme Court with a decision that could have major implications for public schools around the country. This case is going to answer how far uh, uh, teachers retain their constitutional rights. Do they maintain them in the school, in the cafeteria, out here on the football field? That's what we've got to have clarity. Since he lost his job, Coach Kennedy has moved to Florida, but he says he'll be on the first plane back to Washington if he wins this case. And Terry, George. the current lineup on the court likely favorable for the coach? Oh, no question, George. For years, these cases resulted in sharply divided opinions by the court, but the court has changed, as you point out, and the conservative supermajority has proven itself very friendly to plaintiffs like Coach Kennedy. Terry George. Moran, thanks. Well, there you go. A coach that is willing to end his career to stand up for 
and pray with his students. And by the way, they wanted to add the part where students were feeling pressured to pray with him. I could find nothing. I could find not one student that actually felt that way. Not one. Not one that stood against it. Now, on one side, they wanted you to say that Satan can come into everywhere, and there's a run right now, literally. There's, a, there's a, this massive run for people to allow Satan into the schools and to tell you that Satan is not evil. Let, let's actually go to A2 if we can. These are the campaigns of the Satanic Temple. After school Satan... It's important that children be given an opportunity to realize that the evangelical material is now creeping into their, and my, my guess is, I don't know if we have that piece. Do we have that, Mr. Producer? It's their educational systems, yeah. Yeah. The evangelical materials are creeping into their, now keep in mind, if you are a Muslim and you want to go to school and pray, they give you a prayer room now. You have a prayer room at schools. It is only if you are a Christian that you are not allowed to pray. Some companies are forced to build prayer rooms in their offices yeah so you you have to i want i want to talk to you about the attack that we have on faith and by the way i don't want to take anything away from muslims at all and you'd say well they're, they're they don't pray to god look that, that's between them and that that's that that's their faith i mean we we could have a really good conversation about um the islamic religion but I'm not going there now. Right now, I want to talk about the fact that the only people that are under attack right now are Christians. Now, I want, I want to point out that Christians don't want you to get an abortion because they love life. They love God. It's a creation made by God. But they want to tell you that that doesn't exist. So the second thing that they're going after is religious reproductive rights. Consistent with our tenets that call for bodily autonomy and acting in accordance with the best scientific evidence. Now listen to me. Consistent with our tenets that call for bodily autonomy. Just so you know, they came out and told everyone to get the vaccine. Everyone, get the vaccine. You don't have a choice. You must have it. So where is the tenet for bodily autonomy? Remember that Satan always lies. They lie. They lie. They're nothing but liars. They are liars. And you'd say, well, I know Christians that, that um, you know, they, they don't believe that the election was stolen. Have you looked at the evidence? No. But they, they, they say it's ridiculous. Come on, they would never do that. And I was like, they're probably good people, weak people, but good people. But they're literally doing the biddings of Satan. Remember, you can't have religion in school. You can't have God in school. You know, we want kids to be able to figure it out for themselves. How can a kid figure it out for themselves that the only thing that they're hearing is the echo chamber of Satan? And you want to know, if we go all the way back in time to 1963, what Martin Luther King said. And you say, well, I don't like Martin Luther King. I don't care if you like Martin Luther King. What I care about is that what he said was prophetic back in 1963 in April when he was sitting in a Birmingham, Alabama jail. The third project that they have is the Project Children's, the Protect Children Project. Uh, oh, my. Isn't that ironic that like the middle one and the third one are right after one another? Our religion doesn't believe in hitting children. But you can kill them. <laughs> but you can kill them. 
do you do you see do you see that they they don't have any sort of there's no moral compass there's no true north remember eric coomer when he was standing on the street and he was asked so you didn't hit a building he's like no not not that i know of no not not at all i mean as bold faced as possible not one ounce of remorse and he stood out there and said no 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 idea what what are you talking about i didn't hit a building because they don't have a conscience. They're taught not to have a conscience. They're taught to not care. And we, let, we allow this to happen. We allow it to happen. And they get to get into the mainstream media and bleed into our community, and we do nothing about it. And by the way, I love, I love the fact that Tucker started talking about it. Oh. He not only talked about it, he met... He met with the founder, the founder of the Satanic Temple. Now, I want you to pay attention to this video. If you're listening on the audio version, this guy's got two different colored eyes. He is freakishly, freakishly satanic. I mean, in the biblical sense, he's freakishly satanic. Go ahead and play, if you can, Mr. Producer, play A5. Well, in case you're wondering if it's really a spiritual war we're watching, here's this news story. The Illinois Elementary School is offering an after-school Satan Club. The local school district is defending the Satan Club. It's sponsored by the Satanic Temple of the United States. The club claims it will help kids learn benevolence and empathy as well as, quote, personal sovereignty. We're going to the source on this story. Lucien Graves is with the Satanic Temple and joins us tonight. Mr. Graves, thanks so much uh, for coming on. So I have to ask, are, are parents complaining that there's an after-school Satan club at their children's school? Some are, but they don't have to send their children to the program. It's available for parents who do want to send their children to the program, and it's there as an alternative to religious clubs that are made to proselytize to children. Ours doesn't include items of religious opinion. It doesn't include indoctrination. It just has a self-directed learning program with trained educators there to help guide the children through different activities and projects that they want to engage in. Where are the Satan Club's trained educators trained? Is there a Satan School of Theology? No, we've we've got educators who have volunteered with us. We vet them. We do the criminal background checks that aren't required of after-school clubs and haven't been required of any of the religious clubs because we want to be responsible about this. And... um, we, we make sure that they understand the curriculum, they understand what we want to do in this program, and that they're able to execute that. So, uh, I love your use of the word execute. Um, so I'm, have any school administrators said, look, I, I know you can like lecture me about religious freedom, but you're a Satan club, but we're not going to let little kids go to the Satan club. Is anybody, or are they just passive like everyone else in America and kind of letting it happen? Well, that's not being passive. That's understanding what the law is. That's understanding what the Constitution is. That's understanding what free speech is and what religious liberty is. And there's a lot of people who express a lot of uproar about this, and they go to the school board, they complain to the principals, they complain to the superintendent. But a school board cannot overturn the Supreme Court, and there's no point in harassing them. So so could there be an I hate gays club or black people are inferior club? And the answer, of course, is no, because the community, and I'm not advocating for either one of those things, but the community has some say in what its kids are exposed to on government property, i.e. a public school. So so you're just telling me that everyone's just kind of going along with it because Supreme Court. 
Well, the Supreme Court allowed in religion. They said that not having religious clubs would be religious discrimination. I disagree. I think you can categorically deny religion, but what you can't do is give the government the opportunity to pick and choose between which religious viewpoints they'll allow and but which they do ones all they, they won't. But they do all the time. I mean, you can be suspended from school for quoting portions of the Old Testament, like immediately. You could be, I mean, what you, I'm trying not to, to use profanity on the air, but what you're saying is ridiculous. We both know it's ridiculous. And I just, I just want to be really clear on this, because to me, it's another example of people just sitting back and being like, oh, I guess I have to. You know, let's have their drag time story hour for fourth graders. Like that, you know, I, I can't say anything. And you're confirming that everyone feels that way. They kind of have to go along with it for some reason. Well, people get upset about it. People like you, and they don't reconcile their viewpoints on free speech and religious liberty. I don't know what you're suggesting. I don't know if you're suggesting if the school board should say, no, this is not allowed, and we're going against the Supreme Court ruling that what says What I'm saying is allowed. you ought to be allowed to quote the New Testament out loud in school if, I mean, if we're going to apply the standard, which I suppose I'd be happy to live under, we have to apply it equally, but it's not applied equally, as you know. And I suppose, I mean, have you been in touch? I, I don't or, know the New Testament story you're speaking of, but Old we would Testament. defend anybody's right to practice their right. but religion, this, and I, we're not and, asking for other religious clubs to be taken out. Look, we're I'm not even... For equal access. Right. And I'm just saying the school would not provide that if it were an expression of Orthodox Christianity, as you know. Um, but Lucian Graves, I appreciate your coming on tonight. Thank you. So Lucian Graves is not his original name. It's not his real name. Okay, so they, they, they create these names where they, uh, you know, this is, by the way, this freak of nature that was on the TV, um, got up there and said, we, we respect anyone's ability to, to uh, practice their, their faith, except for he said before that that they are proselytizing to children. Well, what do you think that the, 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 this club for Satan does? You think it doesn't proselytize to children? It's an education curriculum that helps them explore demonic ideas. And let me tell you something. I, there, there is one thing, there's one thing that, that, that keeps me up at night, and that is our inability to recognize evil where it is and to stomp it out. I mean, the lack of courage, the lack of ability for us to, do the, to say the quiet part out loud and say, no, this is not right. By the way, that Illinois school system is still having the club for Satan. They, they now have their own club in Illinois, where the Church of Satan, where, where the temple, the satanic temple, literally is indoctrinating kids with the idea, the demonic idea, that it's okay. They are taking your kids from home, putting them into the system, and saying, hey, listen, we're going to teach you that Satan is good. And we're supposed to be okay with it. I want to walk through some things. If you go to the, the Satanic Temple, what they have in their shop. M Mr. Producer, if you would, put up a uh, 2A. Yeah, there we go. This is on their website. On their website, they have official membership cards and certificates. They contribute to the Satanic Temple. You contribute to the Religious Reproductive Rights Legal Aid Fund and the Satanic Temple Flags. A satanic temple flag, which takes the United States flag, and it replaces it with a pentagram. This, by the way, is what the satanic temple is about. Now, go ahead and take that down. Here's something else you should know. You know the climate people that are out there wearing the horns and doing the dances? 
I think that that traitor uh, that that basically was put in place by the rhinos, uh, Dan Crenshaw, you know that guy. Yeah, no, World Economic Forum people have no have no place in my world. They 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 defy the people's what the people want. By the way, Democrats or Republicans both feel left behind because neither one of them would identify with the Church of Satan. They would not identify with it. But all evil people flock together. That's what's happening, and by the way, in our leadership and in our society and in, in our government. But Dan Crenshaw put up a video, and he's like, yeah, it's a religion to them, and they're dancing around, and they have horns on their head. And he's talking about the climate part. But what he didn't address is the fact that their religion is the, the satanic temple. They are Satanists that are talking about climate change. Let me, let me put it all together for you. They want kids to be indoctrinated with the idea of transgenderism and uh, non-binary because they don't want you to have children. Because if you don't produce, they can kill off and kill God's creation. Th this is not hyperbole, guys. This is truth. This is me telling you the truth. Spread it. Don't spread it. Talk about it. Don't talk about it. See, I, I speak with courage. And look, I am not afraid to punch a Satanist in the face. If a Satanist comes at me, violence begets violence, as far as I'm concerned. And people would say, Joe, you're a violent person. No, no, no. I will beat the brains in of anybody who commits violence against me or my family. I will. That, that just means that if, you, if you're willing to do something to hurt my family or hurt people I love, or even, even someone I don't know, I will use violence to stop you. Gladly use violence to stop you because I think that's the only thing that you recognize because you're weak and you prey on the weak. And the reason, reason why we, we go down this path and we talk about it to take away reproductive rights. And what's the next thing that they go after? What's the next thing? They say climate, 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 climate. And by the way, if Biden and all these people are supporting that, which are all the satanic temple people, they're all the Satanists, then what does that make them? What does that make Bill Gates? Mr. Pedophile hanging out with Epstein Island. What does that make the billionaires out there who literally have sequestered and crushed businesses, crushed them on an ongoing basis collectively? What does it make them? It makes them Satanists. These people are Satanists. They're a part of a club of Satanists. They're a part of a club that wants to destroy who you are. They hate you. You are an inconvenience to them. And if they could survive without you, they would. And that is what they are trying to do. They're trying to create an elite class and a very poor class of people that, frankly, have become slaves to them. We're already slaves now. We, 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 we're the frog that is in the water. We're that frog in the water. But they're Satanists. We're the frog in the water that's boiling, and we're getting ready to die, and we have to make a choice on whether or not we get in the gap or we don't get in the gap. And they say, oh, you have to support Ukraine. Put up a flag on there, or you're not Christian. I don't know, geez, I don't even know how to tell you this, but they don't want God in the schools, but they want to let the temple in, the satanic temple in there. Put up A3. Let's talk about Pennsylvania, who's, who's actually standing up against this. This satanic temple sues the Pennsylvania school over after-school club denial. And it, it, it denies that, that, or says it's a, a violation of the First Amendment. Now, keep in mind, keep that up, Mr. Producer. Keep in mind, the First Amendment means nothing to them. Remember, create chaos and create an environment where you literally 
are making it so confusing, like stand for this, don't stand for this, stand for this, make it look like you're good, but over here you're just trying to kill people. They literally are talking one way and doing something completely different. And remember, by the way, Eric Coomer, you know the guy with the Dominion voting system that said, don't worry, Trump's not going to win, I made effing sure of it. You know that guy who said he didn't say it, who now, by the way, is ignoring all the other details of this, including wiping the internet of everything that guy has done. He literally is taking stuff down now, which is illegal in the, in the concepts of this case has a church of Satan, a satanic temple picture of the screaming Pope. That's, that's their artist, the guy that did that, on his arm. He's a Satanist. Well, let me just talk about this case in Pennsylvania really quick. The satanic temple is suing a Pennsylvania ele- ele- elementary school after its school board voted against the introduction of an after-school Satan club last week. The satanic temple filed a lawsuit on constitutional grounds against Northern Elementary School in York, Pennsylvania, according to local ABC outlet, KTEL. Matthew Kahaya, the general counsel for the Satanic Temple, said the lawsuit intends to litigate whether the Northern York School Board discriminated against the organization by not allowing them to start an after-school club when other organizations are allowed to. When other organizations are allowed to. Now, is it other organizations or is it other religious institutions? I know that the Mormon church can't walk in and say, hey, by the way, we're going to just drop a church in here inside the school. Can they? Can they have an after-school LDS club? Mr. Producer, can they do that? I don't think so. My favorite uh, argument from Tucker was like, can you have a group that comes in and says we hate black people, we hate gays? It's yeah. Like, you, you can't because it's public opinion. Right. You can't. But the Church of Satan, by the way, is going to press against this and find some radical leftist Satanist, because that's what they are, the Satanists stick together, to say, oh no, you must let it into the school. And the parents, by the way, should stand up and beat the hell out of the person that walks in there and tries to start the, start the club. Oh, Joe, you're advocating for violence. No. Violence begets violence. And by telling kids that Satan is okay and these demonic ideas are something you should embrace and that Satan's a good guy is lying to our children, it is poisoning their mind, and it is taking away their ability to see true north, which is leading to, by the way, mass, mass suicides. It's up 800, 900%. Just in the last three years, it's up that much. We don't even want to stand up when it takes for saving our children. Here I am. I mean, and look, I'm, I'm not the martyr here. I'm not a martyr. I stand up. They take everything from me. They, 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 they find me. They come after me. They, they do everything to destroy me because I'm an effectual voice for reality, for truth, for true north, ethical and moral standards. While these guys lie, cheat, steal, and the mainstream media props them up on a little pedestal and says, no, 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 they're good. You remember that promo video? Um, I thought it was interesting. They say Satan isn't real, hell's not real, but he's a great guy and he loves you if you're black, white, or gay. Those are the only three categories. Right. It's all about the division and the categorization of people to manipulate their minds when they're young. Okay. So, and and, and by the way, I, I got the comments that somewhere along the lo- ro- road, somewhere along the line, that uh, in in all this, so, somewhere along the line. And somebody says, I, I don't want to talk about Satan. Look, put your head in the sand. Go ahead. Put your head in the sand. Let's talk about it once. Let's never talk about it again. I talk about it all the time. I talk about the dangers of what we're dealing with right now. Why? Because if you do not deal with the problem, when it is small, when it is big, it will rage like a fire that is uncontrollable and will destroy everything around it. Satanist, fights 
are literally out there starting fires across the country. Every single summer, they do it. And the media lies to you about it. They lie to you about how fires are started and the destruction and the death that it causes across it. And they sit in meetings and they praise it. Oh my gosh, we were able to knock out 3,000 homes. Now they'll have to rebuild them all green. They have to do our deal. They literally justify their actions and have declared war on the people in America. And you sit down on your hands and say, there's nothing I can do about it. When everything, all the power lies with you. Not this crappy piece of trash group that wants to sell you on Satan. Let's, let's go to this if we can. Kansas City. In Kansas City, at the beginning of this year, another after-school Satan's Club is approved, this time at an Ohio elementary school. Guys, if you're in Ohio, go to the next one. Let's, let's read a little bit about this. This next one is kind of their tenets. Oh, no, no, no. I thought you had the actual article that you were going to put up there for this so I could read a little bit of it. But I'll, I'll read a little bit of it from what I have. The elementary school in Ohio is hosting an after-school Satan's Club, which is put on by the Satanic Temple after the district approved its facility rental. The Satanic Temple website screen grab. This is a picture of it um, about their Satanic Temple. You notice, by the way, that the picture of the person that's on there with the horns on it, with the one eye that's screwed up, that is the founder of the Satanic Temple. That's the founder of the Satanic Temple. These are the tenets, by the way. And let me, let, let's walk through the tenets of the Satanic Temple. Again, they're going to lie to you about everything. So the number one is one should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. What is that supposed to mean? What the hell is that supposed to mean? See, the ambiguity of these, these fundamental tenets is that nothing is what nothing is. In other words, it doesn't matter what it is or it isn't. It doesn't matter to us. We just could do whatever we want. We just want you to have fun. That's part of their deal is they want you to have fun. Number two, the struggle for justice is ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. That's interesting. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit for, that should prevail over laws and institutions. Remember what I said about lawlessness. So they're basically pushing for lawlessness. Number three, one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. Well, that's interesting. What did they say about the, Mr. Producer, do you remember what they said about the vaccines? I think they were pretty pro-vaccine. Everyone should get the vaccine. Number four, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedoms to, freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forgo one's own. But that's what they've done. They've encroached on the freedoms of others by forcing something down their throat, not at the middle school or high school level, but in a stage of, of great impressionism, where they can be impressioned upon any idea. Number five, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. What the heck is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? What in the world is that supposed to mean? Please tell me, because I can't get it. Number six, people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and solve any harm that might have been caused. Hmm. And number seven, every tenet of a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility and in action and thought, the spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. 
I mean, look, look, we're, we're sitting here talking about Satan. And the reason why I'm talking about it is because you, you, I'm telling you to get in the fight. Everything that we're dealing with right now is based on a spiritual battle. We're in a spiritual battle. Do you want to win? Do you want God to win? Do you want God to win in time? Remember, in the Bible, it talks about the remnant. And as long as there's a remnant, that, and, and by the way, the remnant here is so large as we let these people into our school systems. Remember what they're doing at elementary school, critical race theory, gender fluidity, and now the church of Satan, they are seeding evil into our children. And you are letting it happen. When I say that we are on the cusp of a civil war so significant, it is a war like we've never seen before in the United States. It is a war between good and evil. And because our leadership is infected with this evil and does not give a crap about the people in this country, we are literally letting the devil guide us. They are one. And now they have stolen elections and they have stolen machines and they do all of these things to steal from us they, 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 they connive and they, they, they use deceit in order to get into positions and then they do nothing to take care of you. And then they smile and say, hey, look, oh, he gets mad. Oh my gosh, he, he, he has propensity for violence. Yeah, I will kick, I will literally kick a Satanist in the face if it ever does anything to affect anyone around me. I will. And why? Because evil should not thrive in a society of good people. A civil, good society should not be subjected to the devil, period. It's, it's not am ambiguous to me. It's not, well, you have a right. No, you have a right to go over there. You have a right to go over there and do that. And if people seek you out, great. Do you, boo. But you don't get to come inside of societal environment and teach them demonic principles and ideas are good. And then tell them through that, God doesn't exist. Oh, by the way, the devil's not a bad guy. He's a good guy, and he wants what's best for you. Remember, if you, if you, read the, if you look at that, that song, it says, the devil's not a bad guy. The devil's not a bad guy. He just wants you to be happy and have fun. Well, what is so fun? What's fun? Is work fun? So they want to strip you of the ability to have any sort of ambition because they just want you to have fun. So why would it matter then? See, our problem is technology has not been the downfall of us. A evil, something to be used for good can be converted to evil, and that evil has been allowed to thrive and grow. And we've let it happen. We have literally let it happen. You've let it happen. Because we haven't stood and we haven't done enough to stand up for our children. As we go down this pathway... Let me talk to you about the mission statement and the educating with Satan. Mr. Producer, put up um, A8. The after-school Satan's Club meet at specific, or excuse me, select public schools where good news clubs also operate. Trained educators provide activities and learning opportunities while students are free to engage in, where they may opt out to explore other interests that may be aided by available resources. The environment is open to parents, are welcome to, and parents are welcome to participate. While the classes are designed to promote intellectual and emotional development in accordance with the, the Church of Satan tenets, no proselytization or religious institution instruction takes place. After tool Satan Club mission, proselytization is not our goal, and we're not interested in converting children to Satanism. 
After school, Satan Club will focus on the free inquiry and rationalism, the scientific basis for which we know what we know about the world around us. We prefer to give children an appreciation of natural wonders surrounding them, not a fear of everlasting, overworldly horrors. So let me, let me explain to you what that means. We don't want to proselytize, but we're proselytizing. Remember, they're do, the exact opposite of what they say that they're doing. The safest and fairest election in U.S. history means it's actually the worst election and that, that it is not safe at all, and your vote does not count. That's the reality. When Biden says, when, when Biden comes out and says that, you know, white people are bad, it's, no, 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 the Satanists are bad. When he says Antifa means anti-fascist, no, they are the fascists. They are exactly what they say that they are not. They are liars, and Satan is a liar. Eric Coomer is a liar. Eric Coomer literally lied and could have killed someone, and yet the judge and the police department went along with their Satanist rhetoric. I want to know who actually made those phone calls. Who called his attorney? And guys, I mean, I go back to Eric Coomer. Obviously, I got sued by Eric Coomer for defamation. Defaming what exactly? What did I defame? 50% of the vote, which, by the way, is a pseudo-government agency? No. See, they are Satanists, so they do whatever they want as a Satanist in order to try and steal the joy from our society. And now they're starting at a young age and they're trying to take it from our kids. <sighs> we, we have a video, a Ted Gunderson video. Do we have that video? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to skip to uh, A14. We're skipping to A14. We're skipping past all the yes. gray faction disputes. Why? Uh, I was told to. I don't want to skip yet. I'm not, I'm not done until I'm done. Okay. Right? All right. Uh, you want to play A9? No, I want to. Yeah, yeah, I do. How, far, how long is A9? 11 minutes. Ooh, we're not going to play A9. Let, let's, uh, this, by the way, gray faction on, let's go with some of the things that are on the website if we could. Do you want to skip over that? The gray faction? Yeah. All right. So let's go to the guide to effective protest that's on the TST's guide to effective protest. Number one, protest is an act of free speech and protesters must respect free speech. Is that what they've done? Have they done any of that? I mean, just so you know, a vast majority of what you find in the Antifa and the BLM deal is Satanists. These people are absolute Satanists. Have clear, articulated position with tenable demands and a, well, and a practical, well-defined statement for which constitutes achieving your goals. Hmm. Number three, A15. Effective protest is found on a legitimate theory of change that is exemplified by the structure of if I do X, then Y will happen because of Z. Protests must be based on the principles of opposed to identity politics. Everyone benefits from the pursuit of well-conceived principles. Huh. Stay focused on specific issues and do not adopt issues if you think are anagenic. I can't see it. Ana oh, I analogously. Analogically. Sorry. Uh, related. Sorry, I'm trying to read off a smaller screen. Stand for issues, not principles. Do not reflexively support the entire agenda of parties, organizations, or individuals. Do not allow narratives to prevail over facts. That's interesting. Do not allow narratives to, to uh, prevail over facts. 
Restrict your movement of people who believe in the principles of your movement. Restrict your movement to people who believe in the principles of your movement. Now, this is in the Satanic Temple. If you protest calls for a deprivation of rights or liberties of others, intimidates others, harasses or threatens others, silences others, then you are the enemy of freedom no matter what the justification. Number 10, engaging in promoting, inciting, or celebrating physical violence that deliberately targets civilians is never justifiable. Now, now I want to I I talk about this for a minute. Did they restrict or incite physical violence during the summer of 2020? They did. did. Did they try to deprive rights and liberties of others? Did they try to intimidate others? Did they, did they harass or threaten others? Did they silence others? Are they, are they silencing people now? This is what we talk about when we talk about the fact that they're everything that they say they're fighting against. And by the way, those are attendants of protest. Now, these are people that want to tell you that they're good. They want to tell you that they're good people. We have a church of Satan, actually a Satanist. Um, but let's play the, the, let's play the Cawthorn uh, cut first, A17. I can't hear it. Aside from that, I mean, the sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, I mean, it, being kind of a young guy in Washington with the average age of probably 60 or 70, and I look at all these people, a lot of them that I, I, you know, I've looked up to through my life, I've always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know, it, then all of a sudden you get invited to, like, well, hey, we're going to have kind of a, a, a sexual get-together at one of our homes, you should come. And I'm like, what, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. Uh, and then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Yeah. Uh, or, or the fact that, you know, there's some of the people that are leading on the movement to try and remove, you know, addiction in our country. And then you watch them do, you know, a key bump of cocaine right in front of you. And it's like, wow, this is, this is wild. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi being an alcoholic even though she doesn't drink. Cawthorn and his wife of eight months recently filed for divorce. This is, this by the way is someone who is trying to go after Cawthorn for saying the quiet part out loud. By the way, the thing that I just read was on the actual video itself. So he's saying something, talking about orgies and everything else, and then they just want to attack him. Let's go ahead and play A18, please. And I probably won't play the whole thing. Some time ago, the wire services and newspapers carried a story out of San Francisco describing the first satanic wedding ceremony ever performed. The pictures showed a nude woman lying on the altar behind the guest, whom you see now, the Reverend Anton Zandor LaVey, who is the founder and high priest of the First Church of Satan. Anton Zandor LeVay uses uh, as somewhat of a credo this timeless quote, remember evil backwards spells live. <laughs> Somehow that never occurred to me. Never occurred to me until one of my disciples brought it forth and I imagine uh, it's uh, quite true with many of us. How often do you have, you have to shave your head to make uh, it shiny like a devil? I, I have to put Vaseline on it as well to keep it shiny. I shave it once a day. Can I give a plug? Is that the, the odor you're giving off now, Vaseline? No, that's... It'll fool me. That's musk. That's, that's musk. That's the goatee scent you smell. 
For sure it's not frankincense and myrrh. No. That. <laughs> now, what is this uh, ring you're wearing here? Looks like it's weighing your hand down. Well, no, it's a magical ring. It is? I have little children rub it, make a wish, and it comes true. Little children come near you? Of course. <laughs> Little they, children. They, what kind of a wish did that ring ever make come true? Well, I would say uh, a great many wishes, but we won't go into them. Now, you call yourself a satanic priest. Yes. Is that the opposite of God? No, because Satan is a god, too. Mm -hmm. Well, what are you then, the, uh, the dirty pope or what? Oh, I guess you could call me that if you want to say the black pope or the dirty pope or the, the uh, advocate of... For example, the kingdom of night or darkness. No one's ever come forth so far and spoken up for the devil. Everybody that's made rules and regulations concerning the devil or the devil's work, the devil's activities, have been people that have been very righteous people, people during crusades, people... Well, I'm not too righteous, but on the other hand, I think you're a bit of a dingling. Let's face it. Were you ever a religious fellow? I, I would say not particularly. You're a young man. I'm a religious you? fellow now, though. How old are you? I'm 36. 36. Who ordained you a satanic priest? I would say probably I received the call. <laughs> Just as any fundamentalist. Well, most of us do, but we fight it. <laughs> Why fight it? This is, of course, the whole principle of my religion, is all of the what concepts. You mean you received the call? You mean one day the devil said, go out, Anton Zandor LeVay... And give people hell. <laughs> huh? Is that what happened? That's about it. That's about it. Because people like to have a hell of a time, don't they? Well, of course, there are all kinds of definitions of that. Well, now... Now, I don't, you know, I mean, to, to marry two people without a license in front of a naked babe lying up on an altar, I don't know what that is. Well, seriously, there are explanations for these things. And how I started was as a result of... Uh, various reverse forms of therapy. I haven't been a satanic priest all my life, as you probably gathered. You've probably been an inmate part of your life. Well, uh, an inmate in possibly a pretty big institution. Are you at all afraid that someday, after you get through this big put-on, you know, with your little red yo-yo and your big fat ring <laughs> and your shiny bald head, that when they do pack you away... Well, well, now, if, wait a if, minute. If there's any justice, you know, you've got to really get it. Yes, sir. Are you planning on training a lot of little devils? <laughs> Only those that wish to become little devils. Are you married? Oh, yes. You have any little devils? Oh, yes, I have two. Are you going to raise them as satanic kids? Certainly, but not to go around chopping people up or sacrificing human beings, just to... Uh... That would be the greatest reward of all if your kids some night would creep in and set fire to you and your lion. <laughs> well, no, huh? no. And then I... dance around with pitchforks and say, Look at daddy, look at daddy. Huh? Now, if you sleep with your lion, where does Mrs. Devil sleep? Oh, uh, well, she sleeps with the lion, too, you see. Not between us, though. The lion's on one side. Makes for a nice grouping. I don't, like, I don't believe in separating right, church and state. There's some people in... And, by the way, you notice he did say, I don't believe in separating church from state. I don't believe that. Because... This is where it all starts, by the way. And, and by the way, they were laughing about this. They were talking about this. This was years ago. They were talking about this, but they were laughing about it. They were laughing about it. L listen, this is, this is serious stuff we're talking about. This is not stuff to have on a Monday morning. I'll probably start your week like, oh my gosh, you're Satanism everywhere. Yeah, because you have to make a decision at the beginning of the week, not the end of the week, of what you're planning on doing during that course of the week. You have to set your plans out. 
You have to create a pathway, and then you have to decide that you're going to achieve that goal. And if you achieve that goal, then you're usually by the end of the week, you're like, well done. Now I'm going to go handle my weekend. There's a reason why I tell you, there's a reason why I tell you that you have to make a decision is because Satan is everywhere. Everywhere. And the more we, we, the more we look at that, the more, the more we see the things that are happening in our society, the more we can't believe it. We're, we, we just want to walk away from it. We want to look this way. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. It's like watching a, 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 a crash in slow motion. That's what we're watching in our society. We're watching our society die. And you're willing to watch it happen. You're making a choice of self-preservation, but you're not surviving anything. There is no surviving. Let's play the next cut if we can, Mr. Producer. Let's play A19. This is Satanism. Uh, One sec. A19. It is downloading. All right. We're going to play a video. We'll play a couple more videos, and I'm sorry that I went over, by the way. All right, that's right. All right, play it. Thanks. I'm here to tell you I'm a living, breathing example of what happens when a satanic cult abuses your children. And sometimes I put slides above the abuse, but um, uh, after seeing the slides of the children this morning, I think you understand what this is about and there's pictures over at the booth right out here the devil to me maybe 10 years ago was something that was uh, oh I went to Catholic Church I'm still Catholic and Christian I went to church and the devil was something out there that you didn't want to talk about at night and you know you didn't talk about in the dark and it was just something in science fiction movies my children disclosed just sexual abuse in early 1993 they were masturbating. They were pulling their pants down at the uh, supermarket. They started having oral sex with my St. Bernard, inserting, uh, inserting pens and pencils into the dog's rectum. The behavior got worse and worse and worse. I woke up one morning. I don't usually talk about this stuff. I woke up one morning to the bread... Um, you know the butcher block that you cut bread on because I'm a vegetarian so it wasn't a butcher block and there was a huge bread knife in the middle of the butcher block with a big pool of ketchup in the middle of it and that was on my kitchen table and I said to my children what is this who did this what what does this mean and my son John said mom this is some of the things that we have to see and that have been done to us I knew I had a big, big problem, and I had no idea what it was called. I called all over the country. I had children's drawings for the police. My husband was under arrest for sodomy and oral sex with my children. And I had all kinds of drawings that had circles and people with, uh, there was black candles always in the middle of these tables and, and all this uh, oral and anal sex pictures. And I went to the Catholic Church and I said, I don't know what this is, but it seems to me these, these drawings are significant. There are all kinds of symbols I don't understand and, and uh, devil heads and, and goat's heads. And I had no idea what, I did not know what satanic ritual abuse was. Church asked me if I ever had a psychiatric exam. And uh, I said, actually, I'm completely sane. I just know that there's symbols in these pictures. 
No one would help me. Even though there was a prosecution going on, they said, if you ever bring up satanic ritual abuse, your credibility is lost and you'll just be a kook and it doesn't exist and it's not organized in America. Just focus on child sexual abuse. So I took my children to a child sexual abuse hospital. And while they were being treated, and I had legal custody of my children, and my husband and his lawyers and the judge found out my children were in a, an expert hospital, they confiscated my house, everything I've ever owned, from my baby pictures to my clothes. I walked away with literally the clothes we had on our backs, took my cars, my federal post office box mail, my income, my assets. I lost everything by taking my children to an expert on child abuse. It was trying to stop me from what my children could disclose from being uncovered to try and just break so that we had no assets to have my children have medical attention. The children being treated for sexual abuse and I had provided all the documentation and one day the doctor said to me I need you to come into my office. She said this is a classic case of SRA. I had no idea. I mean SRA is that like a Irish uh, Republican? Well there you have it. This is somebody warning about what was happening to her children and being abused in the satanic temple. Remember, they want you to have fun. They want you to have fun. They want you to ignore. And by, and by the way, the, the problem is not the satanic temple. That's not our problem. The problem is, is that we have, as a church, become ineffective. Mr. Producer, do we have the second video? The last video, A20? We do. Let's go ahead and play A20. And then I got a couple videos that I want you guys to watch. I know where we're over, but I want you to, to hear one of which is going to be a call for regret. And you guys will recognize it when it comes up. Let's play A20 real quick. I don't know what SRA is. She said satanic ritual abuse. And she showed me the drawings that the children were doing her office. And they were of blood sacrifice, of people cutting their arms and dripping blood in chalices, of chalices with devil heads and on and on and on. It includes group sex. It includes children being killed. Because I'm only one person, and my life has been annihilated, although I, I have to say it's being rebuilt for the better. But John and Ben, my boys, are 11 and 8, and have lived for 15 or 16 months in the home of a satanic abuser who has been documented as a member of a cult who 25 people in the state's attorney in Connecticut are investigating and have substantiated sexual abuse and the cult. And yet the governor and no one has been acting to protect my children. So it makes me wonder just how high this goes. But I'll tell you a story about a little boy that affected my life and I guess it's besides John and Ben, who I always think about and who I want to stop this from ever happening to another child again. I heard a story about a little eight-year-old boy. His mom had taken him to protect him, and they were found. And I had been underground for three years, by the way. The mother and this little boy were found. The little boy was taken to a basement. He was crucified alive. First, he was skinned. When they torture the children, it causes a physical reaction of the endomorphins in your body to just increase because of the terror and the pain. So when the Satanists drink the blood, 
they actually get like a chemical, re you know, a high, like a drug high from the blood of a tortured victim. And this little boy was found in the basement dead, with no blood, skinned alive and crucified. This cannot happen to any more children. I can't do it alone. My children are there. It's really hard. I need each one of you to know this is not a fairy tale. This is not something out of science fiction. I was a mom who ran a charity and baked oatmeal cookies for my kids. And because my children are victims, I have to stand here and I have to tell you these horrible stories. And I could tell them all day and all night because both Ted and I get letters and calls for people begging for help all over the country right now. And the only way we can help them is to help save John and Ben first, set the precedence. We will not tolerate this anymore, not only to the children, but to our own lives. And we will not tolerate this. We must stand together. And I ask you to please, especially prayer and donations and letters, and help me save John and Ben. And then the rest of us are forming a task force to go around the country and start saving everybody else. Thank you very much. So, so the, I mean, there's a reason why I'm, I'm putting this up and talking about the Satanic Temple is that, do you think as a mother that she walked in and said, I want my kids to be abused? Do you think that they were honest with her and said, hey, we're going to sexually abuse your... Do you think that her husband came out and said, I'm going to sexually abuse our children? Do you think that's what they did? And I, th I think that's the, the, the part that just blows my mind is that we're at a place right now where we have just, we have allowed these people to exist. We've allowed these people to say and do whatever they want. We've allowed it. And, and frankly, as, as we walk through this pathway and we start looking at what the church of, of Satan is doing or what the satanic temple is doing, it's everything you would do if you wanted to destroy and denigrate a society. And so I ask you again, very clearly, at what point are you going to stand up for our children? What, what point are you going to stand up? And there's, there's a scene that I like talking about, and his name's William Wallace. And there's the, the movie Braveheart, to me, has special meaning in a lot of different ways. Not because I want to run onto the field with a sword and, and clash and, and have a violent exchange. Because I don't believe that you, to defeat the devil, you have to have a violent exchange. You have to be prepared for it. But I don't believe you have to have it. And so as we start looking at it, as we see all of this information that, that, that just materializes, as we see that, I, I want to I ask you this. Are you willing to just live your life out Watch the world just disintegrate into nothing and say, ah, but I lived my life. And is that what God would want you to do? Is that the path that he thinks he would choose for you? And by the way, if you're faithless and you're listening to this and you're like, ah, what difference does it make that the devil's a good guy, bad guy? Demonic ideas are just demonic ideas. Let's just let, let, let live, live. Let's just let it go. Describe to me any environment across the entire world where we allowed for bad things to happen to people or bad things to be pushed upon people where it ended well for society. We can go back to Roman times. We can go back to biblical times. We can go all the way through history. We can look at what happened with um, Hitler. We, can, we, we talk about 
you know, what they did to Jews and what they did to uh, Slavic people specifically. I mean, they've used it as an excuse for people to do bad things. Oh, I'm Jewish. You got to leave me alone. No, I don't. No, you don't. So I'm going to play this, and then we'll, we'll probably finish up after that. But this is from Braveheart, and this is where you're given a choice. Sons of Scotland, I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. He kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. <laughs> I am William Wallace, and I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men, and free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? We will live. Die. Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! So there you have it. Freedom. Do you feel free? Do you feel free? Do you feel free to speak? Do you feel free? You know, we, we watch this, the satanic temple. We watch what they do in our society while they break down and create misery. Where they find addiction and, and places where they can consume a child's desires. Remember, the only thing you're trying to teach them is that you want them to have fun. No matter what their spirit may say, they want them to have fun. They want to indoctrinate these kids, and they say they don't want to do it for the proselytization. But they do. So if you want to fight Satan, then you have to speak. You have to stand up. You have to step in the gap. You have to connect with each other. You have to be willing to do something about it. And so that is what I push you to do. I push you to stand. Stand. I'm going to fight tooth and nail to restore order to our society. I started an organization to give you the ability to stand on the principles, the foundation of our society, faith, education, and commerce. And by the way, what are they attacking right now? One of those, two of those, or all three? And how about policy and politics? How about getting good people to run for office? Is that happening? Now, when they see the power of someone standing up, 
When they see the power of them recognizing and saying the quiet part out loud, they can't help but try to shame them into a place where maybe they'll go away. And they attack the individual. I am under constant attack. I am under constant attack because I have a voice and I use it. And I use it for you. I don't use it for me. I don't use it for me. I have had just an unbelievable amount of just pain thrust upon me. And I go, thank you, Daddy, can I have another? I'm sitting here talking to you about Satan. I've shown you and given most of the time to other people to tell you what's happened to their children. Unbeknownst, getting themselves involved and ruining those kids. Well, they lied. Because that's what Satanists do. They lie. That's what evil does. It lies. So make a decision today. Are you standing or are you not standing? We got kicked off of Twitch for telling the truth. I got kicked off of Twitter for telling the truth. And they were trying to find every single way to say, oh no, oh no, we're going to discredit him. Discredit me for what? The proof is already out there. The election was stolen. The proof is already out there. You're literally creating an entire group of people that can come in for pedophilia, sex trafficking, and to hurt children. The truth is there. I, I need not do anything other than just show people, read it for yourself. They recognize, you should recognize that we're in a place of absolute evil. And the only way to destroy evil is to stand up to evil, to have courage. Courage is more infectious than fear. God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You may survive. And then that day that you die, that you realize that you let everything else, because you got a couple extra years. And I'm not telling you that this is going to lead to death. I, I pray that we don't ever get to a place where violence consumes us. I don't think it should. But I, but I tell you that we have to be ready and prepared for what evil will do. It will create turmoil in our society. It will do everything it can to turn it upside down. And that's what it has done over the last couple of years. And we have let it happen. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. President Trump was a catalyst in bringing the remnant to the middle, and yet we walk away because we are afraid to be shamed, ridiculed, and doxxed. I'm not afraid, and I've lost a lot. I've lost a lot. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, please follow us. There's a couple things I'm going to ask you to do. Number one is I've got to make that payment for $32,000 more dollars. <laughs> to Eric Coomer's deal. If you can give to the Give, Send, Go, it's givesendgo.com slash defend Joe Altman. If you can go there and drop some dollars to me, I'd really appreciate it. The, the other part is, is that go become a member at conservative-daily.com. Go be a member. And um, you can do that by going to conservative-daily.com, become a member for as little as $10. And the last thing I'll say about taking more money out of your wallet, <laughs> and I feel like the, you know these are the things where I talk about ass. I'm doing the hard work we're doing the hard work together. If you want to do the hard work, step in it and become a part of the problem. And unfortunately, there's a, there's a financial, the reason why the left keeps winning is because people will give 15, 20, 25, 35, 45, 40, they'll give money to a cause to promote that evil. And nonprofits just pump dollars into it. And organizations come out, we, we do not stand up together. We need to stand up together. Look, I work for free. I work for free on this show. I work for free at FEC. I work for free. I give of my time, my sacrifice to you.
Go and become a member of FEC United. Get the commissioned app, download it. It's on Apple and on Google Play Store. And step in there and be, get connected to FEC United. Get connected with people who are right side up, cannot be canceled, where you can talk about things that are happening in your community. If you want to follow us when we, when we go live, you can go to uh, conservative-daily.com, conservative Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, and Frank Speech. If you want to listen to us in the audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. I do want to say thank you if you can go give us a five-star review. We got a nice one-star review that says that the show has gone downhill since Max went off the show. I want you to know that our listenership is up nearly 70% in the last 30 days. 70, 7, 0. And the reason why that person didn't like us is because we pushed the snake venom theory. Now, let me tell you something. There's now a collection of over 1,000 doctors that have come together to say that the snake venom peptide is a real thing. So don't watch our show if you don't want to hear truth or you don't want to hear us talk about truth. Because I'm going to continue to, to hammer down on truth. I'm going to continue to do that. And we're up 70%. So thank you for listening. And thank you for being with us. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for becoming a member. Thank you for standing in the gap, if you have. And if you haven't, you better make a decision on to get in or get out. But go give us a five-star review. Share it with someone that needs to hear it. If you need a reminder when we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. You can also sign up for our newsletter down below. And you can stand with us. I'm going to say a little prayer, if you don't mind. Father God, we are eternally grateful for the sacrifices that have been made for us so that we could have eternal life. We are so grateful and humbled by the opportunity to live in these times. We were chosen for a time such as this. Father, we are grateful for your guiding light. We are grateful for the opportunity, the things that you give us that we can use as tools to fight against this evil that has permeated our society. Father, forgive us. Forgive us for not speaking up prior, for not doing the hard work and for allowing this to create its, to, to, to sink itself into our society, into our children. Father, please bless us with the strength to do your will, to, the, the strength to actually stand up to evil, the strength to actually point out and rid our society of the evil that they are thrusting upon us. Father, please bless our leaders that they may actually stand in the gap and may say and do the things that are necessary in order to preserve our society, to restore you to our community. Father, please give the school boards the, 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 the courage to stand up and say no that the, the, the satanic temple has, has no place in our society, no place in our communities, no place in our elementary schools. Father, please, please bless us as we go about our day that we can stand up and become an example of you and for you in the community, that we can not just have faith, but we can act in faith. Father, please help us that we may, we may spend all of our time serving you and recognizing that this life is a test. It is a test of who we are, and we must honor that. Father, 
please go with us this day as we as we go about our our day and our week that we may we may honor you but we may do the hard work we may do the hard work and make the hard decisions to stand up for what's right i say all of these things and ask for these things and thank you for the things you've given us in the name of jesus christ amen okay i gotta tell you we're uh we're out of time God wins, guys, but he only wins if we decide. Actually, if we, it doesn't, not that he wins, because he'll find a way to win. But are we at that place where the remnant can now take over and destroy the evil that's among us, that's in front of us? We can see it, just like a steak. You can cut it with a knife, it's so thick. And that's what we need to do. All right, God bless you all. Have a great day, and I'll see you tonight at 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock, guys, 4 o'clock, mountain time, 6 o'clock. Uh, Eastern time. We are an hour early. Um, God bless you. I'll see you then.